Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Mental Illness, also known as Lee Hammock. Am I mental illness or Lee Hammock? <laughs> this is the first time seeing my face or hearing my voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to, you know, Talk about narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and the thrivers of this disorder as well. Today's episode is going to be about co-workers that are narcissistic people. Y'all, narcissistic co-worker dynamic, narcissistic bosses, a narcissistic company, work environment, and things like that. So, Heather Coleman Voss, um, Voss, V-O-S-S, everything else is spelled how it sounds, Heather Coleman Voss on all platforms, does a lot of videos about toxic workplace environments and things of that nature. But I'm going to break it down here in my own perspective, from the perspective of a self-aware narcissist, because guess what? I have also been a narcissistic co-worker. I've been a narcissistic supervisor and things like that. So I I have a little, I can dabble. I dabble in this, Heather Coleman Voss. If you're hearing this, well, you probably don't listen to my videos. You probably don't watch my videos because you don't support me. You don't love me, do you, Heather? Um, joking. Um, but yeah, seriously. Um, that's how the mind works, y'all. So if you're dealing with narcissistic people, understand that this is it. Like if you deal, especially if you work with them, it, the dynamic is very, very similar, y'all. Narcissistic coworkers can love bomb you as well. They can love bomb you because guess what? You get you spend more time at work. Most people, if you work eight hours a day, you spend or eight to twelve hours a day sometimes. You spend more time at work and traveling to work to and from work than you do with your family. A lot of times, you mean most people spend a lot more time at work than they do with their actual families and actual friends and things like that. So the people at work tend to become your family. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? So your narcissistic coworker, who you think is your coworker, who's your work BFF, is more like your cousin or your sister or your brother or someone like that. That's how the dynamic looks. And narcissistic coworkers can bond, they can bond to you. They can they can friend bomb you. They can love bomb you at work. You know, I I, I cannot y'all. It's gonna bug me that I cannot think of a witty coworker bomb. Like I said, love bomb for love for relationships. I said friend bomb for friendships. I cannot think of a you know worker bomb work work bomb. I cannot think of. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of one by the end of this video. My my mind. I'm very, very good at simultaneous thinking. So my mind, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be working on that. I promise you. So right now, the way my mind works is just like, you know, co-worker. So narcissistic co-workers can love bomb you too. They can hold you. Narcissistic co-workers can love bomb you. They can manipulate you and all the other good stuff. It's just like that because y'all shirt this is how they can love bomb you because it's like it's just like a, a relationship. Y'all bond over similar experiences. Like yeah, if you're in a, in a relationship, you bond over you know how you grew up, where you came from, your language, your religion, or whatever. You can bond on things like that. Work coworkers, you can bond because y'all are in the same work environment. When I worked at um, Harris Tudor Distribution Center in Greensboro, North Carolina, um, we all had the same struggle. The same hard ass, you know, you know, we would say the same hard assembly, not assembly line, hard, you know, warehouse, warehouse jobs. We, we bonded on that. But it, of course, it doesn't just stay. It just, it just not work talk. You start talking about family. You start talking about friends. Your people at work, your coworkers, they could be narcissistic people. 
they they seize vulnerable people just like just like in real life a relationship they seize vulnerable people so you're sharing your information with them you're sharing your life with them because they hey, y'all friends and y'all work bffs y'all have the same work struggle well guess what they're gathering information for a narcissistic co-worker or boss whoever can get or gathering information to use against you later on they weaponize your information against you later on if you're having trouble at home if you're having trouble at work or whatever if you, whatever trouble you're having they're going to use it against you later on they just can't they they'll they're they're gathering information just like a, on a first date like from a, a narcissist on a first date they're gathering stuff to love bum you with the, the the oh man my, my girl the same way bro my kids the same way bro my mama the same way man my my grandma the same way man yeah, my auntie, the same way, my niece, blah, blah, whoever it is, they're going to bond with you through shared similar experiences on top of work. So there's layers right there. There's layers right there. And then guess what? If once you, once you, once you get in, once you get in good with these narcissistic coworkers, they're going to weaponize the information against you. Whatever information you share, whatever vulnerable, sensitive information you share, if you wrong them or they feel like you wrong them, they're going to start spreading rumors about you. They're gonna start start start. They're gonna start smear campaigns at work. They're gonna start getting everybody else against you and things like that. They're gonna isolate you at work. You don't have any more friends at work. You by yourself. The work environment can become very very toxic and tumultuous because everybody doesn't like you based on somebody spreading rumors about you or somebody telling the truth about you. They're just spreading your trauma. Or how you feel? Hey, you know me and old me and so so me and old buddy used to be. Uh, we were work best friends and they told me they hated you. You might have said you might have actually said you hated them, but you never thought they were going. No, you thought you can trust this person, right? Nope, you cannot trust a narcissistic person. You know what I mean? I say even with narcissistic coworkers, you can set boundaries, y'all. You don't have to tell them everything. They are your coworker. They're not your family and friends. You mean sometimes you might the coworker might actually be your cousin, or your family and friends. You know what I mean? My my, my friend uh, Mark uh, Mark Johnson that got me the job over at Harris So yeah, sometimes your coworkers are your family and friends, but. Don't. I'm just telling you, you. Watch what you watch. What you share at work. Watch what you share. I'm not telling you to keep everything to yourself. But I'm just saying you, you did set boundaries on yourself on what you share with people, what you're willing to share with people. And once you start setting boundaries at work, you'll. It's, it's kind of like you. It's kind of like you going to work with like bug spray. You start spraying like the boundary bug spray. You start going to work and spraying that bug spray. Boundaries like hey, what you what you carry around. Uh, this is my new bug spray. Right here. It's called uh, it's called boundaries. You just go around and spraying it. It's like an aerosol. You spray in your little cubicle. You hear people start screaming like, ah, it burns. Narcissists hate boundaries. Ah, what's, who's spraying the boundaries in the air? I hate boundaries. Spray your boundaries, y'all. Spray your boundaries around you. You keep narcissistic people away. or You can keep them at arm's length so you don't allow them access to hurt you. Because narcissistic coworkers, like I said, they'll devalue you. They'll try to treat you horribly. They'll make your work life horrible. So imagine having a horrible home life dealing with a narcissist at home and then coming to work and dealing with a narcissist at work. Most of your life is encompassed by narcissists and toxic abuse. You know, narcissistic, you know, things like that. It just is. It just is. It absolutely just is. So as I said, what, you, know, you, you get surrounded by it all day, every day, and it starts to drain you mentally, physically, emotionally. It starts to work on you and eat away at you and pick at you and pick at you and pick at you. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it drive you crazy. You feel like you 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 started to devalue you getting devalued on all aspects of your life. So the narcissistic coworker, you have to set boundaries. You can say no. You don't have to hang out after work, y'all. I know it's cool to have friends at work you do stuff with, but sometimes if you get vibes, trust your intuition. The boundaries, y'all. I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna create that spray and 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 ship it to you like. Just spray. It's a cologne. I'm gonna, make a, I'm gonna make a cologne too. You hit right here in a perfume. You hit two times on the neck, one time on uh, on the wrist right here. 
and set those boundaries. Rub it out, rub it in good. You mean leave a scent trail of boundaries, and people will stay away from you because they man they don't want to hang out. And of course, they'll try to isolate you and make spread rumors about you. But like, keep your truth, y'all. Document everything at work too. But also, work with narcissistic bosses, y'all are horrible people. I mean. That's the hardest thing to do because most people go just like just quit, find a new job, which would probably be the best option. But what if you find what if you quit, find a new job, and you get a, a worse narcissistic boss because that possibility does exist too. I'm not saying that to scare you to stay at a, stay at a job, but they're going to hammer away at you. I just feel like one book you can read about dealing with narcissists in the workplace will help you out is How to Win Friends and Influence People because narcissistic bosses they want credit for it. they don't want credit for every, pretty much everything. You don't want to be the scapegoat. You want to be the golden employee. Narcissistic bosses look at people, look at you know their employees or whatever as their kind of as their kids. They're, they're going to be scapegoat employees. They're going to be golden employees. You want to be you, I don't, you don't necessarily want to be either. You kind of want to be in the middle, the kind of one that's unseen. So you have to over you have to overly lavish praise and give, give credit give credit to narcissist your narcissistic toxic boss to keep the peace sometimes. Even though they might not have done as much work as they're aiming, they're, they're telling you that they did, or to telling everybody else they did, to keep the peace, you might have to you might have to coax them. You might have to just be, hey, you did a great job, boss. You might have to get them an A on a project, like like in school, you, you, somebody who like y'all put y'all put a group together, and somebody didn't do any work, but y'all had to turn it in and they get a, they didn't do any work. Y'all did all the everybody else in the group did all the work, but the other person who didn't do any work got an A. That's how it is in work environments now. You got to turn the project in. And somebody who didn't do any work in is going to get an A. It happens in school. It's going to happen in adulthood. It's just different levels to it now. <laughs> the person who didn't do any work getting fired. You, so you won't be doing any more work there. You know, you won't, do, you won't be doing any more projects. Yeah. And narcissistic bosses, they'll, like I said, narcissistic bosses, employees, companies, they'll discard you as well. They'll devalue They'll love bomb you to get you there. They'll offer you all these packages and tell you you're the best employee, you're the most qualified employee. They'll love bomb you to get you in there. Love bomb, manipulate you. And once you get in there, they'll start, they'll start to devalue you. Once they see something, you might be trying to replace them. Oh, you're, going to, you're trying to replace me. They'll start to devalue you. It's, they'll discard you. But I think one of the things about narcissistic bosses and work environments discarding you, I think it goes a little bit different. I think the force, the reverse discard works a lot better in work environments for a lot of narcissistic bosses because if you quit, you don't get severance, you don't get unemployment and stuff like that. So they'll treat you terribly enough at work, make your work environment so uncomfortable that you end up quitting yourself. They don't fire you. They don't discard you. They don't, they're not the ones that perform the discard. They make you reverse discard yourself. You just turn in your two weeks notice, you quit. So you don't get any kind of severance or anything like that. So be wary of that because they'll force you to quit. They'll push you away. Just like a narcissist in a relationship, they'll force you to quit. They'll they'll push you away. They'll treat you horribly at work and things like that, and they'll force you to quit. You quit and you walk. You quit and you leave. You're like, damn, I gotta go. And then guess what? Guess what happens in that circumstance? You're like, damn, I gotta go. So you quit. No severance. No, and they can tell you that you quit. Like, hey, we didn't do anything wrong to them. They just quit. Again, it protects them. So watch out for the forced reverse discord. At work, because it's like in relationships with narcissists, nar- the narcissist in relationship dynamic dynamic with you would treat you terribly and make you be the one to break up with them so they can play the victim. You left me, you broke up with me. Why? That's why I moved on so quickly. They already, they probably already got your replacement hot. Once you, you, once the reverse discard works in the work in the workplace, they, they already have your replacement. You know, they have the new supply, the new work supply lined up to replace you quick. Like y'all hired somebody already to replace me just quick yesterday. It's like it's like they're it's almost like they're already talking to them. Hmm. See how that works? Same dynamic, y'all. But hope y'all enjoyed this video, y'all. I did one on friends. Y'all want me to do one on the workplace. That's what I got for you. 
Check out Heather Coleman Voss, V-O-S-S, V as in Voy, <laughs> Voyage, uh, O-S-S, like Boss with a V. Anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Like and subscribe for more. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace.